If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who's the nice person? Who's the mean person in this scenario? We'll let you be the judge. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So, uh, I don't watch many movies. I'm not into movies these days that much. I still like it as an art form. But, don't like you know. cinema? I, I kind of do. I just don't find myself seeking it out much. You know what? I, I guess I do. Honestly, I do. It's just generally, you know, like your uh, your TV streaming service series. Mm. Like Ozark is cinema, really. Uh, just it, it stretches out over many, many, many hours and not just one to three. But anyway, uh, there's a new movie out called Don't Worry, Darling, which I'm sure I'll never see, in which one... Uh, uh, Olivia Wilde, an actress, Ex-wife is doing interviews of Jason Sudeikis. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hottie uh, doing interviews about the movie. And um, and and she said the following. Uh, the, the movie centers around an experimental community gone awry. And she says, we base that character on the ins- on this insane man, Jordan Peterson who is this pseudo-intellectual hero to the incel community. You know the incels? They're basically disenfranchised, mostly white men who believe they are entitled to sex from women. She went on to say that Jordan Peterson, yes? have many disagreements with everything she just said there. Oh, yeah. She goes on to say Peterson, quote, is someone that legitimizes certain aspects of their movement because he's a former professor, he's an author, he wears a suit, so they feel like this is a real philosophy that should be taken seriously. Man, I've taken in many, many hours of Jordan Peterson. I've never uh, taken him for a hero to incels from it. Yeah, and I find that characterization to be bitter, insulting. She throws in race because you're allowed to be racist toward white people, specifically white men. It is the worst sort of filth, I think, that you get out of Hollywood. I don't always agree with Jordan Peterson, but I respect his opinions. Anyway, he was on Piers Morgan's 
uh, show the other day, his online show, and uh, Morgan asked him about it. We'll start with 80, Michael. Olivia Wilde has a new movie out, which she says is based on you, this insane man, this pseudo-intellectual hero to the incel community, incel being these weirdo loner men uh, who are despicable in many ways. Is that you? Are you the intellectual hero to these people? Sure. Why not? You know, um, people have been after me for a long time by, because I've been speaking to disaffected young men. You know, what a terrible thing to do that is. I thought the marginalized were supposed to have a voice. It's making you emotional to talk about that. Well, God, you know. It's very difficult to understand how demoralized people are. And certainly, many young men are in that category. And you get these casual insults, these, these incels. What do they mean? It's like, well, these men, they're, they don't know how to make themselves attractive to women who are very picky and good for them. Women, like, be picky. That's, that's your gift, man. Demand high standards from your men. Fair enough. But all these men who are alienated, it's like they're lonesome and, and, and they don't know what to do. And everyone piles abuse on them. You know, who's a little more like Jesus in this scenario? Seeing people who are lonely, dispossessed, confused, maybe angry. Well, Jordan Peterson does speak to the problem with a lot of men in Western society, which is what we were talking about earlier this week. Don't have jobs, aren't married, um, uh, aren't looking for jobs. Don't have jobs, aren't looking for jobs, aren't married, uh, just kind of live a life of isolation and everything like that, dying at incredibly rapid rates from uh, drug abuse and that sort of stuff, the deaths of despair. He talks about that crowd a lot. Um, I've, I've never heard him like justifying their lifestyle, though, which is what oh, she's no. kind of I- insinuating, isn't she? Or that he encourages them to be angry and think they're entitled right. to have sex with women. That is a bizarre and dishonest right, right. description of Jordan he- Peterson's message, which is take on responsibility, young man. Go do something great. Volunteer. Pro- take on a life. Raise your standards. Be worthy of respect. That's his message. Oh, and he's a weird, sick guy who caters to incels. What a horrible friggin' thing to say. Uh, yeah, a better way to put it, I suppose, would be I've never heard him claim that they were the victim of something. That somebody's doing this to them. Uh, you know, if anything, he say, yeah, times have changed so much that a strong man who would get a great manufacturing job and support a family and have a wife and kids, that option isn't there anymore. And it's dislocating and it's hard. It's challenging for a lot of guys, which is universally recognized unless you're a bitter elitist Hollywood sicko. And Jordan Peterson trying to help the dispossessed young men of the world. And every every damn sociologist, you know, clergy person, everybody recognizes that's a problem in the modern world. And he's trying to help guys through that. And for that, he's evil. Jesus, you're friggin' sick, Olivia. What's your face, Wild? We have such a boys slash men problem going on. That, oh, my God, yes. That flies under the radar, one, because it's males, two, because it's a lot of white males. So who cares, I guess. Um, but uh, I was taking in another author yesterday, a different version of it, and this was kids, school-age kids, on how I might have these numbers wrong, but it's pretty close. 
to write that I think 90% of the top 10% of classes are girls. 90% of the bottom 10% of classes are boys coming out of high school. You know, that high school class when you're yeah. getting, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, where you're ranked. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah. And uh, that's that's rough. Yeah. The War on Boys was a prescient book that came out, what, 25 years ago. I don't even remember. Uh, Jordan Peterson had a little more to say in response. You've been so controlled today. And yet in that brief moment, you got very emotional. Why? It's really something to see constantly how many people are dying for a lack of an encouraging word Mm. and how easy it is to provide that if you're careful you know give credit where credit is due and to say you're a net force for good if you want to be do you believe you're a net force for good net yes in all the details probably not you know no one's perfect so People make their mistakes as they stumble uphill. Yeah, there's the dangerous maniac Olivia Wilde was joining. It was uh, warning us about. And you know, I'm I'm reminded of something that's been a jihad for Matt Taibbi, who is a guy I really admire. I disagree with him a lot, but I admire him a great deal. He has described the that whole. Hollywood elite, uh, media elite like Taylor Lorenz of the Washington Post who make it their job to find people who have no power and they, as the powerful, beat the shit out of them and make sure they can't have a job, make sure they're called out and doxxed and terrified or whatever. Jordan Peterson, for all his faults, trying to speak to miserable young men who have no purpose and olivia wilde demonizes him for daring to reach out it's disgusting well i doubt she's ever actually listened to any of his uh youtube videos that have millions and millions of clicks but right yeah you're right you're absolutely right that's another aspect of it it's a third hand i've heard this guy's a monster of the right so i'll right. attack him um uh, <laughs> here's one thing about jordan this is apropos of nothing i mean this has got nothing to do with anything but Jordan Peterson mentioned this one time and one time when he was talking about when he was younger. He's a, if you don't know, he's a clinical psychologist from uh, from Canada. And uh, you know, pick one of his videos. You'll get an idea of his flavor. But anyway, he, he was going into prisons and he was talking about how that. But he he said he had a pretty outlandish uh, sartorial style when he was younger, the way he dressed. He used to wear a cape and high heeled boots. <laughs> <sighs> how old a guy was he? Uh, I'm trying to figure out when that would have been. Early 20s, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but I mean, what 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 years? Oh, I don't know. He's, he can't be much older than us, can he? No, he's probably 60-ish or something. Yeah, so I'm guessing late 70s. Well, yeah, okay, in the late 70s. A cape. Ooh. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I mean, that's out there. I have, it is out there. It is out there. We're all trying to, uh, we're all trying to pave our way. Not all of us, though. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Interesting. I mentioned this the other day. Did I mention this on the air? I don't know. So um, uh, I see I live in a college town, so it's kind of interesting once in a while to see a guy or a girl who, I mean, I can see it because I was that. I can see what they're doing. You're trying out something new. I mean, I can mm-hmm. just tell by the way you walk or the way you sit. You're trying out a new thing. And it's just, it's it's something. And, I, and it's it's, it's kind of cute. It's kind of charming. It's kind of painful. Um, thinking back on uh, some of my efforts or whatever. Indeed. The flip side of that is... Um, I was at a crosswalk and uh, school just started, college just started back up and a group was walking. I think they were sorority girls because they were walking from where the sorority houses are, but they were crossing, crossing the street. One, they were all staring at their phones. And I thought, how interesting is that? There's never hardly going to be a better time in your life than right now when you're with a group of peers and you have free time and nothing to the pressures of adulthood and all that sort of stuff. And you're 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 all together and you're all staring at a phone as they walked across the street. But, I mean, who are you in communication with that's better be- than being in communication with the people you're with right now? Yeah, I know. Looking back know. on those times, I mean, oh, God, I'd pay money for, for, for an afternoon, one of those afternoons with all those people. And, th- and, that, and that, you know, lighthearted way to look at the world. And there you're staring at right. your phones. But that's, you know, Gladys isn't contractually obligated to stick around for the One More Thing podcast, but there she is at her harp. I remember in college, 
Uh, the fraternity where I lived in for a couple of years was like uh, three blocks away from the 7-Eleven. And for whatever reason, we didn't drink coffee. We got big gulps for our caffeine. Mm. Um, and so uh, you'd regularly have some guy see or swing by or knock in your door or whatever, say, gulp run, you coming? And be like, yeah, all right, hang on. And then you'd walk down. Uh, in the wintertime, you'd bring what you'd call your gulping glove because you couldn't carry <laughs> a big gulp. Oh, that's in, awesome. In, in the wintertime in Champaign-Urbana, Illinois, you'd, you'd literally get frostbite. So you'd had to make sure you have a gulping glove. So you'd, <laughs> that's you'd fantastic. Walk, you'd walk the three blocks down to the 7-Eleven. You'd get your soft drink of choice and your big gulp. And then you'd walk the three blocks back. And the, every single second of it was spent in wisecracks and, and conversations and how's this class going and what's up with your girlfriend every single second of it and that is some of the richest experiences human beings have in retrospect you don't realize it at the time no, you're just, but yeah, you're yeah, connecting exactly. so closely with people and those poor girls are missing that that makes me sad yeah it does we do the same thing because we had a convenience store down the street from the duplex that i was renting with my roommate and me and my friend john and the bone man uh, which was the guy's name. I don't know if I ever knew his real name, the Bone Man. Um, we would walk down to this convenience store. You could get a hot dog for a quarter. Yes. And uh, has some fine eating right there. Oh, my. But the idea of us star- individually staring at phones and not talking while we walked there and back seems crazy. It seems sad. He would get a Coke and a one of the giant Snickers, like the half pound Snickers, which we would call oh. a, we called the Bone Bar because he was the Bone Man. <laughs> He'd get a Bone Bar and, <laughs> and a quarter hot dog. <laughs> Better to stare at your phone though. It's just yeah, I don't know. I, there's no change in that. That's never going back. I don't think there there's 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 never going to be. It's hard to imagine how this would happen where there would be a a change away from that. That's the future of human beings. Yeah, I wonder. I, I have no reason to think you're wrong. None. But I pray that you are. Mm. So a quarter hot dog. I remember all those jokes about, you know, a hot dog is just like lips, eyelids, and anuses, right? Oh, I got to yeah. believe a quarter hot dog is just anus. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you wish there were some lips in there. That came up in conversation the other night. This is going to be the longest podcast we've ever done. We had hot dogs for dinner, and <laughs> Sam had heard something on the playground about what's in hot dogs. And I, and I, <laughs> They're right, Sam. They're right. <laughs> no, I said, he said, are these, these are all beef, right? That's what you say. And these, yeah, I buy the all beef hot dogs. And, and Henry said, what's in hot dogs? What are, what's in other hot dogs? And I said, we'll talk about it when we're done eating. And because uh, I wanted to do the whole <laughs> lips and eyeballs speech and i forgot so we got to get to that this weekend because we ended up eating and doing something else but well all beef includes the cow's parts wait a second have i been misled is an all beef hot dog still have lips and eyeballs because it came from a cow i think so oh see i thought i was avoiding that well, I can't recite chapter and verse. I mean, that makes I, sense, I don't know. Though. It depends on the brand. They might have much higher standards. What is that eye not part of the cow? What kind of world do you live in where that eye is not part of the cow? If the anus isn't part of the cow, what is it? Well, it's, it's, it's important to the cow, certainly. Uses it every day. Do you know, Michael, do all beef hot dogs? I just assume that they're like the meat part, not the. Remember lip, that whole pink eyeballs. goo scandal yeah. when 60 Minutes did that? And they actually got sued successfully for it because. That's just, it's ground up meat. It's perfectly legit. I'm sure there's nothing wrong with eating an eye. You're probably right. When we were in Africa, they had eyeballs on the, oh, on the table that at that one buffet. Made me vomit just looking at it. Uh, you know what the answer is? You want the bottom line? 
I've eaten so many hot dogs I couldn't even count them, and I'm fine, more or less. Oh, no, I'm not worried about not being fine. It just grosses me out thinking about it. Well, and stop if, thinking about and it. And if I can pretend it's not true, then I'm, it's easier to <laughs> I guess I brought it up, didn't I? <laughs> For what it's worth, uh, Costco might be raising their membership, but they refuse to raise the price of the hot dogs. Still $1.50 after many, many years. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.